Welcome back to Dairy Automation Talks. This is episode number two, and I'm your host, Ruben Almada. It's been a while since we've been here, but we're back. Um, today, my guest is one that's been with TDR for a few years now, one that a lot of people within the dairy industry here in the Turlock Modesto area know and respect, and that is uh, Jim Adkos, the Automation Specialist at TDR. Welcome, Jim. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Um, so, Jim, like I said, you've been with TDR for a few years now, but give us a little bit of background, where, where, how you got to TDR, where you started, and what you do for TDR today. Well, going all the way back, um, I've always had an interest in, uh, in uh, toys and tinkering around with electronics and such. Uh, even when I was a kid, I Christmas when I get a new cool toy, and by January it was tore apart trying to figure out how it worked <laughs> or make it better, faster, or whatever. Uh, and so that just sort of uh, evolved uh, down the road. I, um, in high school, I got a job as, as an auto technician and, and uh, quickly uh, rose up uh, through training to, uh, to lead tech and, and found a natural fit in, in doing diagnostics and electronics and that kind of thing. And um, uh, the company I worked for for nearly 20 years uh, restructured and I had to find uh, new employment. So took a leap and... Um, uh, applied at TDR. Uh, prior to that, I'd never seen a dairy before, so I was really uh, amazed by how much uh, technology it took to milk a cow. I, 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 you know, most people probably picture a bucket, somebody trying to milk that cow, but there's a lot more involved, and so uh, it really got me interested. And, and uh, so after a few years of working for TDR, I, uh, I uh, <clears throat> always had an interest in trying to learn more and improve, you know, my my skills and uh, uh, found a natural fit uh, eventually in, in uh, the automation uh, and technical uh, portion of what TDR does. So in that, I mean, you've come a long way from not being on a dairy to basically being on a dairy all the time now. Um, what was the first thing from the automation side that you really worked with when you got here? Well, initially that was um, uh, understanding how uh, an automatic detacher, for example, would work. And, and uh, um, when I was trained by the guys I worked with, uh, essentially it started off with, well, this is what it's supposed to do, and if it doesn't do this, then change this. And I took it to the next level, and I would take it on myself to read the manuals and figure out why this particular part didn't work or what it was trying to do. So knowing what it's supposed to do, I think, helps you in, in, in diagnosing the problem. Mm -hmm. And so that's where it kind of began. And then eventually, um, we saw more and more need for um, automating processes because of either just the drudgery of a re repeated process day to day or, or maybe it wasn't done consistently and so we would find uh, places where automation uh, really had a, a good fit um, so we could do something repeated and consistently and, and, uh, and also collect data to make sure it was done properly and measure temperatures and what have you depending on the situation. Um, so that was right up my alley, and that's how I uh, evolved to where I'm at now. So you went from not being on a dairy to working in automatic detachers, and then and now one of the biggest things you work with today is a automated mi milking, completely automatic milking. So, I mean, obviously, from what I can tell, is like these the te technological advances are really enjoyable for you, and something that you really enjoy tinkering with and getting to understand and work on. Absolutely, that's. Uh... Yeah, that's what makes my clock tick. I really enjoy the automation and the power that comes with being able to control a process and and uh, make it repeatable and dependable. 
That's great. So with this, you've seen many different advancements from the milking side, like we talked about from, you know, automatic detachers to robotic uh, milking. And what do you think about the, the like the Laylee's latest and greatest version, the, the A5? How, how, what's the biggest improvement is provided from a, like a milking standpoint, in your opinion, and from a technical standpoint from service and such? Uh, well, going all the way back to the beginning of robotics uh, with Laylee in 92, it was a pretty amazing machine. Um, but I think one of the biggest things that's come out of, uh, out of that uh, with the evolution of the A5 is just the improvement in, in electronics and technology. Um, initially, they were able to successfully milk a cow, um, but maybe not collect all the data that was necessary to see if it was done correctly uh, every time. And now with advancements uh, in data collection, we're able to look at uh, individual quarter uh, temperatures, conductivities, uh, the milk quality, the color, um, the time that it takes to milk that quarter, um, and just overall reliability in electronics uh, has kind of uh, brought us to where the A5 is at now. It's like the culmination of 30 plus years of, of, um, of constant uh, research and development, and it's uh, uh, at this point is is uh, evolved into the a5 which is a very uh, solid reliable machine and we at tdr now have uh, i think i did the math yesterday or the day before about 50 some uh robots in our um territory and you know 30 40 of those are a5s um everything that's going to be added in the near future is also a5s uh, i think i also did math yesterday it was that in about a year, year and a half at the, at the furthest, we're going to be as high as 80 some robots. So that's a, a big jump, you know, from last year, you know, January of last year of 2021, we only had 10 that we saw from a day to day version. We had, we have another um, 12 in a s satellite area up in the Petaluma area that we kind of, we help with, but we're not there on a consistent basis, but we're going to go from 10 to 80 some totally in, in here uh, pretty quickly. Um, yes. Those present some challenges, but those also present um, some learning opportunities too. So what are the some the things that um, have evolved from installation to installation that you might seem, might, might seem minor, but are actually something big that we could do on the next one? Uh, yeah, I think in any situation where um, we're trying to keep the customers, uh, the producers' interest in mind and um, uh, increase efficiency, and you're paying attention, you care about what you're doing, I think you're going to find yourself um, uh, constantly trying to improve. Um, for example, um, we may install a milk line in a certain way um, with good intentions, but find that later it's a little difficult to get to certain gaskets or, or what have you for inspection. So. Over time, I think things evolve so that we can uh, improve accessibility. Also, there's uh, feedback from the farmers. We find that um, in the real day-to-day, -day, what sounded good on paper may not work as well. And so uh, we'll take that feedback and make modifications to lanes and holding pens and what have you to, uh, to help the producer uh, become more efficient and, and uh, um, um, reduce his workload. Okay. Um you know, you look at an A5 and you look at a parlor, 
and there's you know they they still they both do the same thing right they 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 harvest milk and very right. similarly but one's going to be consistent the same way every single time but um in a parlor that you know there's not really daily maintenance per se i mean there is but it's just you know cleaning things up and but with an a5 we lately recommends and we recommend to have daily maintenance on these robots and that kind of can seem kind of overwhelming at, at, at a time when you think about it and you look at this automated machine here that just does everything by itself kind of deal and and we've got to get in there that maybe somebody that doesn't have technical background as yourself or some of the techs that we have around here might seem daunting but you know it can't be right what are what are some of those functions that they do and then how long does that some of that something like that take on a day-to-day -day basis well i somewhat agree with that statement i think um it, it can seem daunting but um Really, they're, they're tasks that um, it's just a matter of familiarity um, and a change of a routine. Most of the tasks uh, that, that help you keep the robot running consistent and properly uh, uh, essentially boils down to just uh, keeping the robot clean. Uh, the, the laser that's used to uh, scan the, the cow's teeth and attach it has to be clean, and that does require uh, uh, attention and a little bit of maintenance. Um, but yeah, we've tried to make that as, as simple as possible. We've come up with a good uh, daily and weekly checklist that helps uh, helps the farmer stay on top of that. And I would say, for the most part, that that typically might involve five to fifteen minutes per robot, uh, depending on what the services are for that, or the maintenance tasks are for that day. Um, a, a simple cleaning and inspection of the robot might only take about five minutes. As an extension of that, um, we recommend at least once a day observing a cow milk. Uh, just to make sure the process from, from beginning to end goes properly. She's brushed and clean in the beginning, all four quarters are milked out, and at the end she's post-sprayed properly. And that just ensures that uh, when you're not there that the cows are getting um, milked and treated properly. Um, so yeah, simple maintenance is, is really just an inspection and, and minor cleaning, and as extension, a little more observation for milking uh, when, she, when you watch the cow milk. But beyond that, it's really not bad. Um, it, like I say, it, just the overall um, uh, impression of robotics might be a little intimidating, but it's just a matter of familiarity. Yeah, I think I've, I think that's a great way of put, putting it. Just the more you do it, you're gonna get, really get familiar Absolutely. with it. Something to something that kind of comes easy as the guys start working on it. Um, gone from automatic detach to automated milking. Uh, what do you where do you see this going next in the next five ten years kind of deal? Like I mean, we're seeing a lot more. In, in the Central Valley going to robotics, but um, what do you hope to see and or what do you think might come next from that standpoint, from a dairy standpoint? Well, <clears throat> my opinion is I think it's inevitable um, with rising cost of everything, um, the dairymen have no choice but to become uh, more efficient and that's just, uh, that's a given. And uh, robotics, uh, in particular, the way Lely does it, uh, offers the ability to treat a cow, uh, make it all about her, and make feed uh, rations and what have you specific to that cow so you're not wasting feed. Uh, there's so many opportunities for increasing efficiency. I think there's just, it's going to be the natural evolution of things in the, in the dairy industry. I agree. I think. Uh, yeah. You know, it is headed that way, and it's going to keep getting better. I'm ex personally excited about when we can get a, a Lely vector out in California. Mm. Uh, I think that'll be fun and exciting. Hopefully, that's soon. So, I agree. Um, uh, it, 
another challenge that we'll have a, a, as a group. And I think that'll be something we can totally take on and, and, and make that as well, well oiled as we've done for our, our uh, milking systems that we have going right now. Is there anything else that you would like to let for the people to know or, or anything? Um, I've pretty much covered what I wanted to talk about today. I, these have been pretty short and sweet and hopefully they'll be continued that way. But I think it gets the point across of what we're doing as a, as a Laley Center and as TDR and what we have to offer and the people we have here. Well, as an extension of, of uh, the advantages of a robot, I think one of the other things that, that I didn't talk about was uh, <clears throat> uh, dependability and repeatability. The robot's going to do uh, this, uh, this drudgery um, day after day the same way every time and doesn't call in sick to work and and so on and, and is there doing the same thing every day and so with labor uh, issues as they are um, this offers another opportunity to bring in something that's much more predictable and reliable and you have much more control over right yeah you can I mean we're guaranteed that that cow is going to get, you know, wiped, milked, and everything, every, the single every time the same way. Versus right. in a parlor, we don't know. You know, humans get have we all have uh, good days and bad days, sure. right? So it might be one day you just don't really want to wipe cows and change some milk quality kind of stuff. So you see that happen all the time. So uh, this could be a challenge. So, um, you know, we, we see that the producers that are in the direction of, of the automation today are. Um, very advanced headed towards that advancement and they really like that so hopefully we'll see more and more as we get we get going um we as a group really lo love love this stuff i think it's a, a lot of fun and to see the the uh the outcome of it and see these projects come to a completion makes it worth it i agree so again i'm ruben almada for dairy automation talks for tdr and our guest today was jim adcox and uh, thank you very much for the for the time today jim and i uh, hope you have a great day